Welcome to Kingdom Family Talks with Leif Hetland. We invite you into the conversation and celebration of what God is doing around the world through his sons and daughters. Leif shares insights into what it looks like to be a follower of Jesus in today's culture. We hope you enjoy today's episode. everyone and welcome to Kingdom Family Talk and I'm so excited to have my spiritual son and daughter Yazir and Aki who are pastoring actually a ministry, a church, a movement in Cuba. They live in Havana and they are revivalists in that nation. I still remember when I first met uh, Yazir, who was an evangelist with the Assembly of God, and God's just using him to bring in the harvest. And then uh, we had a connection together where he brought him and Aki, and they're three amazing world changers of boys. Uh, they they connected to the kingdom and the kingdom message and they got the kingdom virus and they became kingdom possessed and now they're part of this amazing kingdom family movement that is sweeping across that nation so and their boys is david and jonathan and samuel and we miss them so welcome yazir and aki so tell me just first of all how did we actually meet do you remember that yes i remember papa Leif. i remember <laughs> 14 years ago 14 years ago that i we have the honor to meet you at National Hotel. Uh, a man there, a pastor there, introduced us, uh, each other, introduced uh, us to you. You know, and that was the moment in the uh, outside of the National Hotel. Mm. Yeah, I remember. I remember uh, I had Jonathan uh, in my in my hands. Just he was born. He was just a little baby, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And that was the number two. Yes. Yeah. So wait. So that's He's amazing. 14. Fourteen. That's, that's amazing. So, so Samuel uh, was not born. At was that not time. born yet. No. Yeah. And, and then we have had a lot of fun over the years. Oh yes. 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 <laughs> it's fourteen years of relation of mm. uh, having time together. Amen. Amazing. Mm. Tell um, me how. I'm just curious, how how is it to live in Cuba? I mean, I visit yeah. for 20, 21 years I've been going to Cuba, but I've never lived there. I do yeah. not know how life is. So if you wouldn't mind taking a few moments, just describe to the people about this beautiful country and Cuba and how to live. Why are people leaving Cuba? I know you have chosen to stay. There's something that you love about your nation and about yeah. what God is doing. So tell me about Cuba. Oh, first of all, Cuba, we, we love Cuba. Our heart is in Cuba. This is our call. And Cuba is beautiful. Uh, everybody that went to Cuba, they can tell that or immediately. People are very nice in Cuba, very friendly. Uh, our culture is beautiful. Uh, our natural, the natural in Cuba is wonderful too. But it is a challenge to live in Cuba. It is a challenge because many reasons. First of all, the economy, you know, the economy is a problem in Cuba. We have a very bad economic system. We don't have private business almost at all. A few years ago, uh, we enjoy a little freedom about mm-hmm. economy. But right now it's complicated again. Right now it's, uh, it's complicated again. Um, the other thing is that the, the government is Atheist, 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 atheist government, government, and they, 
they don't give a lot of favor to the church. Mm. We are better than before in Cuba. We are better than before about opportunities, about a freedom for practicing our faith. But it's, it's, uh, we don't have uh, all the favor mm-hmm. that we that we want to have in Cuba. And the other thing is that in Cuba, there are a lot of witchcraft, witchcraft. Um, we are facing uh, all every day, every day in Cuba. But our church in Cuba, I mean, Cuban church mm-hmm. is powerful. Yeah. It's powerful. It's increasing. Is uh, God is building the church there and doing many things in Cuba. Um, and people leave, and people uh, left Cuba because because the situation, because yeah. it's complicated. Yeah. It's, it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. Every day is a challenge. Yeah, many young people want to leave Cuba. They mm-hmm. don't see a future. They don't see hope. Yeah, and that's sad. That is yeah. sad. It is because very sometimes sad. We ask, sometimes we ask, what is your plan for your future to the young people? And they say, well, my plan is leave Cuba. Yeah. Aki, just tell me, because here you are, your wife, you're also full-time minister, and you're a mother to three boys. And I, again, I cannot imagine. But what would be some of the challenges that you have? Because, again, thinking about being a mama, being a wife, uh, and in Cuba, in that situation and setting, what are some of the biggest challenges for you? One of the biggest is to get the food. Yeah. <laughs> the food in Cuba is every day. now, yeah, every day. Sometimes you have for just today. So tomorrow, God will provide. Yeah. So now in Cuba, uh, the government is like uh, they are putting all the stores in in American dollars. So the people don't care, don't get paid in American dollars. So just in Cuban money, but the stores in national money, they are empty. So it's crazy. They have to buy the dollars in the black market so they can get food. So the food is, is one of the biggest challenges to, to feed our family every day. Yeah, the transportation too, it's hard. Uh, almost anybody has a car. So yeah, yeah this kind of things in general. It's kind of a daily, daily survival. Yes. Yeah, so you wake up in the morning and have to thinking about how do I feed my boys today? What? Yes. How do I get food? How do I get them to school? I mean, all the basic things that a lot of us take for uh-huh. granted. That's yes. true. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And of course, I have seen it. I have been over there and been in your home so, so many times. I'm interested also to know, both of you sharing, how did you meet Jesus? <laughs> because mm-hmm. I know you're in an atheist country or a communist country and in the middle of that. But how did you meet Jesus? Before. Thank you. <laughs> I met Jesus when I was at the university. I was in the second year of the university. And uh, I remember my family. I came from a family that didn't know about Jesus. I never heard before about Jesus. So I remember a friend from my class. He invited me to go to, to the Methodist church that is in Verado. I was in the University of Havana studying uh, French language. And I was invited to go to the church. And I remember when I entered to the church, I was impacted by the worship and just the atmospheres. And I remember the next uh, week, I, I, I went again and I had received Jesus in my life. Wow. So that was when I was 19 years, 19 years old. 
I'm now 41. Wow, mm-hmm. I thought I thought you were 19 now, so I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I feel mean, like that. Yeah. No, me, me, I I was I was 17, 17 year old. Um I have questions in my heart about life, about how it's possible that we exist. So in that moment, I I met a woman doctor the priest, the gospel to me. And immediately I got that, uh, that about, I got that that was real, that she, she shared with me. And that was when I, I was 17 years old after a process that got deal with my heart, very hard for three years. Uh, when I was 20, 20, I surrendered to this. Mm. I surrendered completely. From that moment on, uh, so God took my life until now. Mm. So, so tell me something. Tell us a little bit about also the church, your church. Uh, I know you planted a church, and it's kind of in your home. It's not a home church, but because you also have a pretty nice building there, but then you also have a movement. But just the church family. Tell me a little bit about that and the kingdom family in Cuba, because, of course, I'm part of that, and, and we're seeing some significant things that God is doing. So what is God doing right now in your life and in Cuba? And what are you excited about that Jesus is doing in the middle of all the hardship and difficulties? Aki, we, are, we are excited. We are excited yeah. that we are excited, first of all, first of all, because that we have in Cuba our church, you know, it's a family. Mm-hmm. It's a family. We have a family. And this is the model, uh, model and this is the design. Mm-hmm. And of course, we honor Papa Leif because Papa Leif brought to us this revelation, this DNA. Mm-hmm. You know, this DNA. Um, it was... it. It was the foundation mm-hmm. to a new level in our ministry, in our life, and that we have right now, mm-hmm. that we have. Because it's not only us, it's a family yeah. that is walking in the revelation of the kingdom, in family, family, spirit, family spirit, honor, supernatural, all the things. Mm-hmm. And we are having a good time. And not only our church, the other five churches that are working with us. is yeah, mm-hmm. are the same. You know, mm. they are they are walking in that spirit, and it's completely different. And we and we know that we have something to give to Cuba, mm. to Cuba Church, and and it's happened. Many people are mm-hmm. are very open to to understand what what God is doing right now uh, uh, into the church, into the church uh, to prepare to prepare the church. Mm. for this season and for the future that God has in Cuba and around the world. Mm. And that, I don't know if you want to you want to say something about that that is happening in in yeah we are we're we're excited about what we are seeing because it's we planted a seed yeah. and mm. now it's it's growing and we are seeing our spiritual children how they are walking in this yeah you know in this spirit family spirit in yeah. this Revelation. We talk to them by by video calls now. They are in Cuba and they are we are seeing them how how they are and we are so happy. At the beginning we were a little frustrated because but we know we that was a seed we planted and now it's 
it's it's growing it's becoming a tree with many fruits and it's beautiful it's amazing yeah, yeah. Just, may... just, just for everybody that is watching, we invited Aki and Yazir. Uh, they're doing that every year for our kingdom family gathering, and they came to the Rock Church. But because yeah. of COVID-19, they were supposed to be home with their family, and because of COVID-19, uh, Cuba shut down, and they've not been able to go home. So they have been here in the country away from their three boys, David, Jonathan, and Samuel. So for everyone that is watching, just uh, continue to keep them in prayer. I'm just curious, uh, maybe you, Aki, can also address what are some of the things that you think that, I mean, you are here in America, you see how people are doing life, you are in the homes, you travel around. And, and I think most Americans would have no clue about Cuba. But first of all, what are some of the lessons that you are seeing here in the Church of America that we could learn, that we could learn from Cuba and the Cuban church and the Cuban family? I know that's a challenging question, but it's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> what do you can learn about the Cuban church? No, no. Yeah, what, what can I learn? What could America church? When you're coming here and see everything that what we have, what are some areas that what we could have learned? I mean, when I go to Cuba, I can say this is some of the things I've learned from the Cuban church. So what would you speak to the American church? Uh, what would be a message to? That's a good question. It is a very good one. Um, <laughs> but, uh, well, you know, well, you have, yeah, yeah, you, you, you uh, I believe that, for example, Cuba, we need, in Cuba, we we can we need to f to have faith every day yeah every day and, and for everything <laughs> for, for and every for everything yeah. <laughs> not, not only not only every day yeah but for everything yeah and this is a challenge every day and sometimes yeah. i saw people here relax because there are many many things mm -hmm. set up and mm -hmm. um, i don't I don't want to say nothing, nothing bad about because I I honor and respect people, you know. Yeah. But sometimes I I feel that they are not the fire and the joy because Cuban people even we have in the middle of any many problems we have joy. Yeah. And, and I we, think yeah. yeah I I understand a little bit because like I'm going to the Middle East tomorrow to Pakistan. Uh, yeah. totally impossible and i'm really looking forward to it because most of the things that i do in america uh, you can do without the holy spirit most of the things yeah. and it's just it's just the honest truth i do have money i have good doctors i have nice house and cars and uh, you have everything so if you were so how do you live in a total hunger when every day there's a big table full of food yeah. How do you maintain thirst when there's plenty of water? But now when I go to Pakistan, I step out of the boat. And unless Jesus shows up, I'm going to be dead. I will not be back. Every single moment and every single time, I will live totally in dependency upon Jesus. And there's something there of a place of surrender that is a place of exchange. So now, so that's why I understand. And I, and, and I think this is why gratitude should probably be one of the lessons that we should learn of everything we, I don't want to take for granted. I'm so grateful for yeah. everything. Yeah, and to see beyond. Yeah. See beyond. Yeah. Because sometimes, Sometimes we don't realize that all the blessings that we have mm. is the base to, yeah. to go forward to other levels yeah. of, of things that we need faith for that. Because when God blessed you, it's not only that, the, uh, that you enjoy, God wants that we enjoy life. 
This is our God. This is our Father. But at the same time, God wants that we remember the mission, the purpose. Mm -hmm. The Bible said, I don't remember, I don't know how to say in English clearly, Mm -hmm. but uh, the Bible said, I am who give you Mm -hmm. all the things that you can follow my work and my the kingdom, that you can spread the kingdom. And when you lost that, you lose that from your perspective, at some point, there, there is not, uh, uh, well, there is not, uh, you know, you lose, you lose the focus. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another thing that I learned, because I've been involved in Cuba for 20 years, but even before that, I was involved in Romania and a lot of the Eastern European countries, previous communists. And it's very interesting for me to have observed that when freedom came in, of course, everything came in and there was choices. And I saw some of the churches that was on fire for Jesus during the oppression. Now, when there was freedom, they lost their fire. So how do we steward freedom and how do we still maintain fire when you have all these different options? How do I put Jesus first? And I've chosen to live a lifestyle where Jesus is Lord in every area of my life. I don't have any money. It all belongs to him. So I think that's the freedom of just being total surrender to Jesus. When I have little, I'm grateful. When I have a lot, I'm grateful. That's what the Apostle Paul said. So that is very, very beautiful. If you were to share a couple of healings or miracles or testimony, because I know you live in a culture where you're depending on God to show up and for miracles to take place. But tell me either testimony of some salvations, healings, miracles, lives that is being touched in Cuba by the power of Jesus. <laughs> Papa Lid, I remember last year, um, Bob Haslett, yeah. the prophet, I remember he told us we will see crazy miracles in Cuba. <laughs> and last year, when the pandemia hit Cuba, I remember I told Jasper, we will hold this word and yeah. we will see crazy miracles here crazy in Cuba. Miracle, yeah. And in fact, last year we saw crazy miracles in Cuba. It was the best year for us in the midst of the chaos of the country, in the midst of the needs and everything. We saw our church grow like never before. We were in house churches because the government, until today, all the churches are closed. We cannot have services. But we grow like the best year in in the church. (laughs) More than new 30 people. Yeah, Mm. many people. When we open again, because... There was the there was a moment that they at the end of the year that they allowed that we open again, mm. and more than seven new people we many, have many yeah. young people. Many. I the last year we opened a school for the young, uh, called the House of the Brave Brave, yeah. Brave. Courses, yeah. Yeah. and the young people are on fire in our church, preaching the gospel in the streets, praying, and it's beautiful. The last year, we, like family, our boys, uh, we <laughs> inherited a big house. And in the finances and everything, it was like everything. amazing, amazing. Yeah. We could feed many people with food in our community, in our church. Yeah. We received donations and we could buy food and help many people in our community. Even we are going to have a new kitchen. 
Uh, Mama because, Jan. Because Mama Yang. How supposed to do that? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's it's it's beautiful. You got to. We're very excited about it, and and I wanted to know because we kind of go back to Cuba, and this fall we are coming back. We believe it's going to open, but how can the church in America and our Kingdom Family Movement? How can we partner with you? How can they support what you're doing? What would be an invitation? Because again, I I encourage everyone that is listening to be part of what God is doing in Cuba. Over 21 years ago, when I first went to Cuba, I didn't know anybody, but I went on a vision trip. Not mission trip, I didn't know anybody. But out of that, I, I did believe that Cuba, there was going to be like a revival fire from Cuba. It was going to touch not just over the Caribbean, but even places like North Korea and Iran was being touched by it. And that's 21 years ago. And I'm seeing you guys carrying that fire right now. So it's so Cuba is not just a mission field. Cuba is a mission force. I believe. Yes, I believe. And we this. have to see that. So there's a season that the Cuban, the roots are going deeper through persecution and some of the pain and struggle. But as soon as things start to open up, you have so deep roots now because you are so free that it will be an explosion. That yes, is yes, 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 definitely. So how oh, can we, how can well, we as a kingdom family movement yeah, be I, part of what God is doing in Cuba? So Papa Leib, you know, uh, of course, pray for us. It's important. Uh, keep us in your prayer, your prayer. But the other thing is that we, uh, any, any way that you can help us with resource, with a resource to do the, in a strategic way, mm-hmm. go forward. Mm-hmm. It's important because this is something that we don't have in Cuba. This is real. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what is going to happen uh, this year because I heard they are a very bad situation right now, but I heard that the government want to open more the economy. Mm-hmm. And we hope if it's the opportunity, uh, we have the opportunity to to fish. You know, I I say we thank you for the fish, mm-hmm. for the fish. Yeah. yeah. But we want to know how to fish ourselves. Yeah, you and want the fishing pole so that you can fish. <laughs> exactly. You know about yeah. this, uh, yeah. and this is a and the, well, this is a way, a practical way. You know that you can help us. In, in fact, the last the last year, we were blessed because yeah. many people from here helped us. But at the same time, we can help many people. Yeah. With many, when nobody had rice, we had rice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we have three, three sacos. Three sacks. Yeah. Sacks. 300 pounds of rice. You know rice? Oh, yeah. sack. And, and when people don't, don't have nothing, we have. Yeah, yeah. we could feed so the people. And we, and, we feed, and even... To pay, to pay, so we have a lot. Mm-hmm. We, 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 we brought, we brought from Colorado, yeah, from Colorado and back, yeah. you know. So, yeah. Yeah, so, but yeah. this is definitely a, a way that, uh, and, and engage, you know, if yeah. God put it in your heart, engage with project, yeah. you know, a strategic project. Yeah, so I think that. 
people yeah. when you're hearing Yazir sharing, and I just wanted to encourage all of us and, and me personal, at GMA, we are involved in what is taking place. And I encourage if you just even wanted to be part of that, go on a website or just send in, but I just designate towards Cuba. And what Yazir is saying, I think it's important, is not just to give them fish, but give them fishing poles so that they can fish. And the biggest thing for them is to be able to be an apostolic resource center for Cuba so yeah. that they are just feeling that this Joseph anointing in this season, that when there is starvation and people don't know what to do, that that is favor with God and favor with men will rest upon them. And then the people will come to not just Yazir and Aki, but to our kingdom family movement. That's where they're going to be get the resources and the goodness and the kindness of God is going to lead to mass repentance around the nation. So even in the middle of the darkness, there's going to be a lighthouse. And I, I, and I believe that they are ambassadors of love, even as they're going back to Cuba. So if you can uh, be part of that, I encourage you just to contact us here at the GMA. And we're going to make sure that they getting all the resources that is needed so the spirit of abundance will just uh, switch and just uh, touching cuba in such a way that uh, that the rest of the nations of the world will say wow what happened in cuba there's been this tipping point cuba used to be just in darkness but now it's become a lighthouse for the nations yeah. yes i just prophesying that over cuba and i wanted you yazir and aki just to pray for us pray for me as a papa as i'm going to pakistan and then also pray for all of the listeners out here because i do believe who you are and what you are carrying i honoring that about you but release a blessings over us say Cuban fire blessing. And if you want to do it in, in Spanish, feel free, because I know that, that the fire of God burns very well in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, yes, we will. But first of all, Papa Leif, we want to say thank you to you. Yeah. And we want to say thank you to all the family around the world yes. for love us and for love Cuba. Yes. And thank to you for all that you uh, brought to us, to Cuba. I, I just remember uh, the first year when you brought the Heaven in Bay Air and all these books. powerful books that changed our life forever. Yeah. All the time that you invest with us, talk to us, uh, loving, us. loving us and, <laughs> um, and show us a new style of life. Yeah. So this is amazing. I want to, in fact, right now in the United States, we are having a very good time blessed you know we are blessed but it's because the connection that we have with you that gave us a lot of favor mm -hmm. you know in this country and, and we want to be grateful for that yeah. so we can pray thank you wow <laughs> <laughs> see father thank you mm -hmm. thank you for this opportunity thank you for sharing this time with papa Leif and with all the people that are connecting now all the family around the world, all this beautiful family, strong family. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to release fire over our Papa Leif because he needs to go now to this country and he needs to love these people there, love well. And release your fire there, release your power there and continue in path with the kingdom, this country. And we want to pray that you anointing him, especially for this time, that you protect him uh, against every bad things that can damage him in the name of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And that this new time they are in Pakistan, 
be an strategic one yes. and impact in another level, computing another level, this country in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We release and we pray and we believe that when Papa Lay come back from Pakistan, he will brought he will bring fruit, a mm. lot of fruit from this from this time there. Mm. From the, in the in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Thank you, Father. Amen. 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 Yes, yes, yes. Amen. 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 Love you very much. You. I love you, Papa Lay. Love you, much Papa love Lay. to Cuba. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can follow Leif on social media at Leif Hetland and sign up for our weekly newsletter at globalmissionawareness.com.